Big Finish for the love of stories. You're listening to the Big Finish podcast, release date Sunday the 17th of December 2023. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hang on, uh, my camera's not connected. I've just got this mic. I'm not sure how good it is. <laughs> it's fine, don't worry. There. All right, is my camera on now? Yeah. Wow. It's really you. Rani Chandra, right there, looking at me. Sorry, I'm a bit nervous. Don't worry about it. Hello to you all, I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs, this is Big Finish, audiobooks, audio drama and this podcast, all for the love of stories. And last week Benji and I thought it would be fun to do the podcast, all in a different order. Well, we're never flipping doing that again, my brain's only just recovered. Uh, (laughs) In a few moments though, uh, we'll be having a pointless update on spam and other unrelated matters. After that, it'll be time for the Good Review Guy, reviewing the reviews of Doctor Who, The New Adventures of Bernice Summerfield, Volume 7, Blood and Steel. The city that never sleeps. Then we go behind the scenes with Rani Takes on the World, The Revenge of Wormwood, Time Schisms by Lisbeth Miles. Released on Wednesday the 20th of December. That's not Lisbeth, that's the uh, release. Uh, Spinning off from the much-loved Sarah Jane Adventures. Luke! Please don't break my ribs. (laughs) Then it'll be time for the return of listeners' emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com when we'll be finding out what you have to say for yourselves and you'll be finding out what we have to say for ourselves. Wow, I don't know why I said it was the return of listeners' emails. Uh, It's because it's been there every week. Uh, Also, I suppose technically it is returning. Yeah, I mean, it returns every week. Yeah. Also available this week, uh, released on Tuesday the 19th of December, The Eleventh Doctor Chronicles, Everywhere and Anywhere, Spirit of the Season by Georgia Cook, and starring Jacob Dudman as The Eleventh Doctor. Hello, my name is Georgia Cook, and I am the writer of Spirit of the Season. Following that, the Randomoids Electron will once again be delivering a random release with a 25% discount dutifully attached to it by Big Finish content manager, Jackie Emery. It's a closely guarded secret what the actual selection will be, but here's a clue edited in from the future. It's time. How do I look? And finally, as always, we round off the podcast with a free 15-minute drama tease, and this week it's Rani Takes on the World, The Revenge of Wormwood. I nearly said Torchwood, I don't know why. Uh, Time Schisms by Lisbeth Miles. So this Louis Marchand, has he done anything strange since you got here not stuff on your list (laughs) just anything that the average less well-informed person would think strange Mm, nothing obvious nothing dramatic he's very good at his job though good enough that people actually talk about how efficiently the post offices run that's a bit weird isn't it who talks about how well run their post office is well this is a very small town gossip's bound to run a bit dry sometimes Right, spam in a toasted sandwich with pickled red cabbage. Come on! Oh, that makes me feel hungry just thinking about it. It really does. Uh, One of my closest friends reacted to that on WhatsApp, just went, UGH! It's funny, isn't it, how how 
spam has really you know fallen off the wagon with people isn't it because it used to be just a normal thing whereas now people really react quite strongly to spam they do well but my friend janice and i know she always listens she doesn't she's not remotely interested uh she said i've been noticing a lot of spam in the shops these days she said i've you know really yeah she said i i see it everywhere and she yeah quite likes it yeah (laughs) <laughs> Just having a look now at, at Spam, which currently retails for about £3.25. Well, here's the thing. In, in Waitrose, this is so interesting. I know that the the listenership of the uh, podcast would be building the, every second I talk about this. In Waitrose, for the small tin, mm. it's £3. I'm not surprised. And for the large tin, it's £3.75. Oh, well. The price is very... So I just bought a large one this time. Well, there's funny things in Waitrose, like like how... Um, I, I, went, I was really craving um, ambrosia rice pudding yes, recently. Yes, why not? Another, yeah. Essentially another weird wartime food, isn't it, really? Yeah, um, I don't like rice pudding, but maybe I should try oh, to I love educate it. myself. Yeah. But I was intrigued to find that the, the rice pudding itself... The ambrosia rice pudding, I can't remember the price exactly, but luxury ambrosia rice pudding yes. was cheaper than ambrosia rice pudding. I thought, Is it because it's, it's got it, more bo- fattening stuff in it? So. I guess it must be. It was, it, it, it was obviously, it was probably more, I don't know, like sugary maybe, I don't know, but it had nutmeg in it and all that business. But I, I just thought, for something that's being advertised as luxury, it intrigued me that it was cheaper than the standard. It's very nice. interesting, isn't it? Very, very nice. Because I found, like in Morrison's, there's a corner of Morrison's. There is a corner in Morrison's. <laughs> Sounds um, like the start of a song. Yes. There was a corner in Morrison's. Well, it's like a fa- anyway, that will be forever sugary, this corner. Um, it Because, yeah, it's one pound per enormous packet of sugary death confectionery. Yeah. So that's weird. So, so in Morrison's, the the cheapest things are the least healthy. So there's ambrosia luxury custard as well. I bought oh. some of that relatively recently. Well, not, next time you go, try spam. and weigh that up against standard custard, and we'll we'll see if this is a thing. Yeah, and then we'll weigh me after a few months to see which was the wisest <laughs> decision. <laughs> God, well, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the key with all sugary food is. Don't have it too often. Yes, this, isn't that so I don't nice understand this trend of people drinking energy drinks all the time. Like, you, it would take a lot to really get me to have an energy no, drink. No, I wouldn't have one of those. They're full of caffeine and I can't do caffeine. Yeah, I just don't understand it. I'd rather have a cup of tea if I'm going to have my caffeine or a cup of coffee. Well, I have decaf tea anyway and decaf coffee. Uh, what does the singing man think about all this? Well, well I mean, I much. quite agree. Yeah. I, you know, I've, every that, word, uh, every word makes a lot of sense to me. That he's here. Hmm. Well, let's see what he thinks of this then. So time now for the Good Review Guide, finding the latest positive comments about Big Finish Productions to help recommend them for you. Big Finish for the love of stories. <laughs> I mean, music to my ears. As promised, this week we're looking at... Do- He's such a guy, that singing man. Uh, we're looking at Doctor Who, The New Adventures of Bernie Summerfield, Volume 7, Blood and Steel. Berlin, the city that never sleeps. Because if she slept, she would have nightmares. Berlin, 
where the party never ends. And this is where the party starts. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The New Adventures of Bernice Summerfield, Volume 7, Blood and Steel. Berlin in the 1930s. Not where you'd want an energy signal. First, hypnotic pulse. People standing mute as the Cybermen came. We offer you help. Let me go! We are giving you a better life. me tell you about Cybermen. They're always someone's son, or mother or daughter, it doesn't matter. They don't remember. All they do is kill. I have always known our real forefathers controlled energies from beyond this world. My children are ready to march. This can't be right. You always win! Well, until the day I don't. Doctor! I think you should run, Summerfield. Tomorrow belongs to us. Big finish for the love of stories. Coming through, here comes Santa Claus. Just go to bigfinish.com and type blood and steel into the search pane at the top to find this one. And that's what the blog of delights.blogspot.com child of the 70s did. Did they? It's sad to hear the end of the great TARDIS team, especially as they were a team off air too. But blood and steel turns out uh, to the best I guess it says it turns out to be the best of the Benny and Unbound Doctor Box sets. A tougher, more personal tale. One that tests this special relationship and poignantly reminds the listener how much we'll miss this pairing. That's four stars. Or Stubbs Toe. Uh, BigBlueBoxPodcast.co.uk Jordan Shortland says Blood and Still will also mark perhaps the last time we ever hear David Warner's Doctor. But what a story to leave as an ending. And that turned out not to be true, by the way. Uh, while its sombre tone uh, might frighten some listeners off, oh, uh, dealing with elements of fascism, which is still prevalent in today's world, it's still quintessentially Doctor Who. Uh, credit should go to the production crew for making the Cybermen scary again. And I hope we get versions like this in the television series proper uh, blood and steel is an absolute triumph but i hope this isn't the last we hear from bernie summerfield of course it isn't very well said very well said mm. well we got one here from matthew kressel from warpedfactor.com blood and steel is a strong contender for one of big finish's best releases for the year offering a fine tribute to david warner's unbound doctor and another example of way benny remains big finish i guess that's meant to say why why benny remains big finish's longest running character what more reason than that do you need to seek out Yes, I'm, there seem to be a lot of typographical errors in these reviews, and I'm not sure they're from the reviews. I wonder whether it's to do with Alfie Shaw and his typing skills. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? We'll Who knows? See. Uh, com. Jacob Licklider says, The new adventures of Benny Summerfield, Blood and Steel is sombre, bringing together performers to explore the rise of fascism and how it isolates people and groups to the point where they are helpless. Each script serves as 
uh, purpose and deals with a different aspect of Germany to great effect while giving a gravity to the situation that avoids typical tropes. It's a set that's reflective of the present day and several of the issues coming to the forefront as pockets of fascism are on the rise. This is a pitch-perfect set and one that should be listened to by everyone. And wait for it, folks. 10 out of 10... Jacob Licklider there getting political. Uh, Razor Devro, on the other hand, let's see what Razor has to say. Straight to the point here from SciFiPulse.net. Doctor Who, The New Adventures of Bernice Summerfield, Volume 7, Blood and Steel, told a bleak yet necessary tale. The story's power lay in straightforward allegory. 9.7 out of 10. On social media, at Justin B. Quinnick. It says that Benny and Unbound Doctor Adventures were already fabulous, but Blood and Steel may be peak maybe peak a dark thriller Uh, David Warner was an absolute legend and delivered an exquisite performance here who review four dark raw and thought provoking stories bolstered by the best performances David Warner and the Lisa Bowman have ever given this is heart in mouth jaw dropping stuff without a doubt Big Finish's finest hour in 2022 do you know one quick david warner fact that i found out the other day Mm. um i went on a deep dive of titanic films for some bizarre reason oh yeah well he's in Um, titanic yes he's in titanic but did you know he was also in another film about the titanic as well in the 70s yeah was it called sos titanic that one i believe so yeah sos titanic i think so and i really want to see it just to just to because i I think he's like a main character in it as well yes i have seen it it um i think it was on (laughs) no i can't remember too much about it i think it was on brit i think i saw it on brit box sos titanic i think it's 1979 yeah it feels like a sort of tv movie okay i don't think it is but it feels like one see what the reception was does it say on here your wikipedia i don't think it's an outstanding piece of work i think it's fair to say but it was filmed on the Queen Mary, which, which That's right. stood in, That's interesting right. enough. Which is in, but, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, in a dock in sort of L.A. somewhere, isn't it, along there? Because you I, visited it, I haven't did. you? Yeah, it was lovely. Uh, I'm fascinated by old ships, as regular listeners to the podcast will be bored stiff about. Uh, next week, more reviews as we take a look at the Fifth Doctor Adventures 40 Part 2. Oh, it's the um, Alton Infinity. That's what's actually Coming up soon, the 11th Doctor Chronicles, the Randomoids Electrotron, and a 15-minute drama tease of Rani Takes on the World Time Schisms. But before that drama tease... We go behind the scenes with that exciting adventure. Here's producer Emily Cook. My name is Emily Cook, and I'm the producer of Rani Takes on the World, The Revenge of Wormwood. Luke! Oh, oh, please don't break my ribs. (laughs) It's so good to see you. You look great. How are you? How's the family? Good. Great, actually. Everything's going really well. It was always our intention to bring Luke back for Volume 2. I know that a lot of fans were wondering where he was in Volume 1, but we always knew that we'd be bringing him back to the second volume of Rani Takes on the World. Uh, I think it's really interesting to see where he's at in his life now. Obviously, he's working for UNIT and it's nice to see how these characters have grown up and what they're up to now. And obviously, 
their time with Sarah Jane uh, seems to have inspired the work that they're doing now. But obviously, Unit is at loggerheads a bit with what Rani's up to, so there's some tension there between Luke and Rani, and that was a fun dynamic to explore. So yeah, it was very exciting to have Luke back. Come on, Luke, it's me. I know, but things are different now. We're not kids anymore. No, but we're still friends. Of course we are. Hello, my name's Anjali Mahindra and I play Rani Chandra. My name is Tommy Knight and I play Luke Smith from the Sarah Jane Adventures. So we're finding Luke after he's finished university. Absolutely aced Oxford, did a fantastic job there. They loved him. And uh, now he's working in the laboratories with UNIT. It's, uh, what I love is that there's a bit of friction when Rani and Luke first meet each other. I think it wouldn't be accurate if everything was plain sailing. It's, it shows that they've sort of gone in slightly di- different directions, but ultimately the friendship and the history means that they're both incredibly loyal to each other. And I think that's quite true of real life in a way. And it's great to see how each one of the characters, I know I already maybe touched upon this with Clyde, but just seeing how each Tommy, Rani and Clyde have gone off and followed their dreams a little bit and are sort of excelling in their fields is really lovely. It was so exciting to hear that more stories and adventures are coming out of Bannerman Road. It made me so excited to get back into the booth, bring a little bit of Luke back out of me. It felt amazing. It felt quite easy to get back into character. I feel like I played Luke from when I was aged 13 to 18, so it was a big coming of age for me. It was a big part of my life of growing up and um, I don't think I'll ever really forget how that whole experience was and how it felt and so quite easy to just sort of hop back into it. It's a great reminisce. It's been a long time since I've uh, been able to but I've really liked it. I don't think I did anything specific to get back in character. It was, um, I, I listened to I listened to a little bit of it and um, I just laughed at how much my voice has changed to be honest over the last 10 years. But no, no, n- nothing specific. I was just reading it. I think that the text flew in the, the, the right way. The beats were all the same to how I was used to reading it and um, yeah, it came quite easy. I know what it's like to have a friend betray you. Uh, Luke hasn't betrayed me. But his loyalties are divided, no? No, uh, we've always been on the same side. So episode one is called Time Schisms by Elizabeth Miles. And what I really like about this episode is that with a set like Rani, there's no element of time travel really because she doesn't have a TARDIS, she doesn't have the ability to travel in time. But I like the ways that we can bring historical time travel elements to a present day story and I really like what Liz has done with this story. Perfect. Anything else? Yeah, there was actually. Um, Are you a time traveller? A time traveller? You know, someone who travels from another century to change the future. I see. I'm Elizabeth Miles, and I did the usual things when I when I write a, a script, which is um, to go and have a hefty dose of whatever episodes the the characters are in. So obviously, this meant going and watching uh, a couple of episodes of Sarah Jane Adventures, and by a couple of episodes, I mean I uh, <laughs> finished watched the entire thing. Uh, I hadn't seen it for quite a while, and it's really good. So it was um, not a chore at all, and it was just lovely to see all these characters again and just remember that joy 
of, of seeing it on television. Yeah, and just reminding myself a little bit about the, the relationships uh, as well. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I've listened to every episode of Ronnie Takes on the World. Thanks. I appreciate the support. Just go to bigfinish.com and type Rani, R-A-N-I, into the search pane at the top to find this one. And remember, it's out this Wednesday, the 20th of December. Meanwhile, it's... Listeners' emails. That's right, and you don't have to type in Rani to, to send an email, no, but it, does, no. well, it doesn't help, actually. It just wouldn't, won't send. Just, yeah, um, work, unless you wanted work. to email the Rani, or, or Rani in this case, yeah, um, yeah. in which case, I don't know, I haven't got Rani's email. Still, never mind, if you want to send an email, it's perfectly simple, just send it to podcast@bigfinish.com. get it in, it'll go that way, and that's exactly what Gary Cox did with the subject, what, who, why, uh, it says here, <clears throat> dear Benji, Nick, and the alien Noonans, as the <laughs> Stephen Noonan reference for you, hi there, hi there, hi there, it's Christmas, be generous. What's the best audio drama, audiobook, audio plu, audio, audio, plu. <laughs> audio play? Uh, audio plu. Are, you, are you from LOLO? Uh, <laughs> what is your favourite audio plu? Uh, <laughs> what is the best uh, audiobook, audio drama, audio play in the You Who universe? I mean, that's a, such a broad question, isn't the it? The You universe. Uh-huh. Very clever. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you. All of them is the answer. Wait, hold on. So, come on. Let me give you a framework. If someone who knew nothing about comic books asked me, what is the best, where should I start? I would recommend The Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller or Mr. Miracle by Tom King. Are they the best ever? Who knows? Would they even be my favourites this time next week? Exactly. Can't be sure. But here, today, what's a great place to start? Um... (laughs) I thought you were going to finish the email. I've just confused me. Um, uh, uh, I can't. Um, I don't know. I just. I mean, it's such a vast thing. Uh, I tell you what, we'll do, Gary. I've got a better. I've got a better idea how we can solve this problem. Yeah. So, fight. No. What? Fight to the death. No. Um, the ideal place to start would be whatever the randomoid selectron picks this week. Yeah, there you go. There we go. A ran knows, ran knows that that you know, whatever pops up, I would say start there. Okay, that's good. I was thinking the other day that perhaps the one I'm most proud of, which is not the same, is uh, the Martian invasion of Earth. Yeah, that's. I mean, fair play. Which is an adaptation of the War of the Worlds. I mean. I mean, maybe just, if you want to get into Doctor Who stuff, maybe just start at the beginning of The Eighth Doctors. Right, start where Big Finish started and just move on from there. That's always quite fun, isn't it? Yeah. Well, best audio book ever, something I've heard. It's, it's but remember, Nick, it's, it says here, the You-Who-niverse. So it's, oh, it's, it's, so it's uh, Doctor yeah. Who-specific. Yeah, yeah, okay. Have you got any ideas? Um... I mean, I actually really enjoyed the Dalek Empire stuff. That really, oh, that really sucked you. me in. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of people it like look, that. Looks yeah. gorgeous. It sounds great. It's got the Daleks. It's got lots of fighting and explosions. The Daleks keep saying Susan Mendez over Susan and over again. I mean, Mendes. what more do you want? You know, <laughs> that's what I. I mean, uh, again, it, the, as we always say, the thing about Doctor Who, Gary, is is that it's so specific to everybody. Different people have ideas of what Doctor Who is, and so it, Doctor Who's a very hard thing to 
to recommend to people because some people like the slow, quiet stories of Doctor Who. Some people like the big action-packed ones. Some people like the political stories. Some people like the silly, fun sort of stories. Mm. You know, and everybody's kind of got a different thing of what they like, and so it's very hard to pinpoint a precise thing. I tell you, you one, that, one that is silly and fun that I've always enjoyed watching, watching, listening to. See, the pictures come into my mind. Is the Eighth Doctor and Lucy one Grand Theft Cosmos? Oh yes, I remember. Gosh, yes, I remember that. That's quite good. Yeah. yeah. And that's good if, if, as well, you know, got a little little nod to Grand Theft Auto, right, which exactly. has just been announced. The brand new one's just been announced um, to come out next year, I believe, or the year after, I think. It looks gorgeous. So yeah. there we go. Well, Grand, Gary, Th- yeah. Grand Theft Cosmos is by Eddie Robson, by the way. Uh, and listen, here's the trailer for it. Oh, look. What? There's the Doctor and Lucy. Where? Don't look now! When he's bored of his artists, he goes out onto his balcony and eats them in front of a crowd. Blimey, Charlotte! Come on out! Good grief! What is it? The statue, it's moving! In fact, it's moved! I thought you were dead. Who told you that? No, I'm super. Never been better. I think it's time you backed off, Doctor. What can we do? I'll think of something. I must have misheard. Yeah. I mean, after all, Karen's dead does sound a lot like Karen's in Sweden in the late 1890s, doesn't it? What's that noise? I can't let it fall into the wrong hands. Nobody's going to recognise us. Just act casual. In fact, I can't let it fall into any hands. Oh, look over there. What? His works alter the fabric of the world around them. I just suddenly came over terribly faint. They have a malign influence on people. Not the guard out, pick the lock. Can't believe I fell for that. It's only a matter of time before it spills out into our universe, causing a collision of matter that will certainly kill us all. So, what are you saying? We're going to steal it first. That's one of my favourite trailers to do as well. There's so many funny things in there. What was the... There was another one. Um, what, what was the... Um, Oh, yeah, another one in a similar style, but it's by Johnny Morris, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh, Max Warp, which is a sort of send-up of Top Gear. Strap yourselves in, engage, thrust, and prepare for Max Warp. You are one rubbish date, Doctor. What? This. It's all boys with toys, isn't it? Boys with toys? All right, middle-aged blokes with spaceships. Altitude 800 miles. Are they trying to start a war? President Farmer! They are great little gadgets, aren't they? Calculating! There are spaceships, and there are spaceships. Help! Help! There is no way out. Why no escape pods? What sort of spaceship do you call this? And then there are spaceships. Who's the guy with the ball patch and the tight jeans? It's beyond that now. The kids will interpret this as an act of war. I'm going to get the doctor. He'll know what to do. Oh, my God. I never thought I'd hear that again. What is it? A battle readiness alert means only one thing. We're at war. Don't worry about me. Go, go. Well, I can I can pitch the cover of that actually yeah. in my mind with the sort of yellow checkers on it, I believe. Really? In my head, that's what I'm no, saying. It's not got that at all. But it's got Duncan um, James well, in it, and uh, it. Uh, yeah, and James Fleet and Graham Garden playing the three presenters of. Uh, Does have the yellow Max- checkers on? What? So I'm looking yeah. at it. There's no. Yellow I'm looking at it. At Look all. where it says Max Warp at the bottom. Mm. Oh no! There's two covers, Nick. There's uh-huh. two different. There's a new cover that was produced for it. Where was the new cover? 
vinyl cover I'm talking about. Oh. Oh, I see. And if you look on it, you will well, how see. How do I find the vinyl one? Just type Max Warp Doctor Who into Google Image. Oh, I see. I can't way. find it on the Big Finish site. That's for sure. Can't find anything on the Big Finish site. Uh, Doctor Who Max Warp Vinyl. <clears throat> um, no, I'm just not fine. Oh, there. Yes, yes. Okay. Just we needed to really just, you know, reassure yeah. myself that I was currently unavailable, it says. <laughs> yeah, well, it max walked itself straight out of uh, out of stock. Yes. Um, so, I mean, you, you've not told us what Gary said at the end of his uh, email, which is what I was waiting for you to say. Mary Blooming everything. Yeah. Gary Cox. <laughs> Vital information. Absolutely. Uh, next up, Alexander Neff, who's one of our favourite returning emailers. Uh, just a short one. Unbound, the war master, um, colon, master of war. Dear Nick and Benji, I had a good time listening to Doctor of War Genesis. My question is, could we see a potential spin-off featuring Jeffrey Beaver's Unbound Master, possibly titled Master of War, or maybe see him encounter Derek Jacobi's War Master in a box set, maybe with the title Masters of War. Ho, ho. Yes. He didn't say ho, ho. I did. Thanks, Alexander Neff. Alexander, I'm just not sure, but thank you for raising it. Ho, ho. Uh, we got one more here from uh, Christina. Uh, hello, Nick and Benji. I just wanted to thank you all for making my year filled with great stories. I knew about Big Finish since 2015, but only recently rediscovered audio dramas again. And I have to say, everything you do is amazing. As a die-hard fan of Torchwood, I am most grateful for Monthly Range and the box set stories. I discovered some new favourite characters and expanded settings for others. I just wanted to know, is it possible to get someday a crossover story between different times, like characters from far future modern days and past? Yeah, I listen to special archives, but I wished I could hear actual characters relate and communicate with each other in the same story. And of course, Merry Christmas, y'all. Um, Christina, are you American by any chance? Um, I don't know. I think all things are possible in the, the tortured world. I'm not quite sure what you mean by special archives. What's that? I listen to special archives. Oh, it's not that one um, archives. Oh, Yanto. Yeah, Yanto delving around in the archives, maybe. But, you know, the imagination of James Goss and all the writers on Torchwood is such that all sorts of delights are on their way. I'm absolutely certain, Christina. Listen, that's it for the emails this week. Keep them coming. Listen, these emails are taking a Christmas break next week, but we're hoping you'll be providing us with some New Year cheer with your emails for 2024. Don't forget, we have a drama tease of Rani Takes on the World and the Randomoids Electrotron coming up. In the meantime, also available this week, we join Jacob Dudman and the team for the 11th Doctor Chronicles Anywhere and Everywhere, Spirit of the Season. My name's Helen Goldwyn and I am the director of Spirit of the Season. It's my first time uh, directing Jake 
and Safia in this series for a little while. I directed Jake in the 11th Doctor Chronicles while it was still a more of a narrated structure and uh, this is my first time working on it with this more full cast scripted um, version that we're doing. So of course the roles, the character of, of uh, Valerie has been very well established already in uh, you know previous episodes. So I'm coming into it as the new girl really and uh, it's such a lovely vibe between uh, there's great chemistry between Jake and Safia and obviously a great friendship and uh, the chemistry between them really sparkles in the studio as well. Hello my name is Alfie Shaw and I'm the producer of the 11th Doctor Chronicles Everywhere and Anywhere. When it came to planning our series arc with Jake once I knew that we were going to do a series arc I started trying to work out what things I wanted Jake to have and what Jake wanted to have before he left. And one of the things that I felt very strongly that he should have as a doctor is his own Christmas special. However, when it came to looking at the series plan, we didn't actually have space for a Christmas special. So I went to Jason and Nick and said, hello, can we make one of the box sets for discs so we can have a, a Christmas special just to round out Jake's run? Uh, and they were both very kind, very generous and said yes. However, when it came to then having to rejig the plan for the last two box sets, it didn't make sense to have the Christmas special be in the four disc set, which is why the next set is four discs, even though the actual Christmas special itself is in this one. We're going to miss all the fun. Do you really want your last Christmas to be all boring and rubbish? Uh, last Christmas? <laughs> You're not going to get any more after you're dead, are you? Come on! I also knew when it came to commissioning the Christmas special that I wanted to do something darker, something horror-based. And Georgia Cook is a fabulous writer whose history has predominantly been writing horror. And when it came to doing Geronimo, not only did she do a wonderful job with the House of Masks, but... It, well, that's not really a horror story, and I wanted to give her a chance to do something more in her natural element, but in the world of Doctor Who, and also she knew the characters of Valerie and the Doctor so well at this point that it seemed like a, a really obvious choice. Hello, my name is Georgia Cook, and I am the writer of Spirit of the Season. I'm so happy to be invited back to write for these characters and these fantastic actors. I had a brilliant time on the first box set and to be brought back, especially for the Christmas special. Who doesn't want to write for Doctor Who Christmas special? It's been such a treat. Hi, my name's Jacob Dudman and I've been playing the Doctor. You've cracked it, haven't you? Not quite. Got a corker of a terrifying theory, though. Any chance there's a way out? Nope, sorry. It wouldn't let us get further than the front lawn. This script is fantastic, obviously, as it always is when it comes from Georgia, but it's also incredibly dark. And uh, I love that stuff. I love when Doctor Who goes darker. And it's genuinely creepy to the point where I wondered whether we even ever needed to dial it back. I believe the brief originally was a Christmas ghost story. And uh, I wanted to bring in a good Christmas ghost story in a mansion. And then as we built on the idea more and more in the process, it just got weirder and weirder, which is always fantastic. 
yeah, we put our characters through quite an emotional journey. I think we tried to sneak in a couple of horror film references here and there, as many as we could without properly referencing horror films. And again, I really, I'm a horror writer normally by trade. So as many sort of ghostly tropes and uh, ghostly story themes as we could, we wanted to get in there. I am Safia Inga and I play Valerie Lockwood. I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy you guys still want me around, to be honest. But Christmas special? Stop it. <laughs> Valerie, we can't. She's my mum. If she comes with us, time will shatter. All of reality, gone. Fine. Fine? How is the total obliteration of everything in any way fine? Because you'll fix it. The only way to fix it would be bringing her back here, making it all a rather heartbreaking exercise in pointless futility. <laughs> It's been just incredible. It's always so much fun. And it also feels like no time at all has passed since we did the last one. But I feel like that's a good sign. I just enjoy being here so much and working with everyone and just being in the studio all day. It's the best feeling. So, yeah. <laughs> just go to bigfinish.com and type everywhere into the search pane at the top <laughs> to find, well, everything. No, find that one. And it's available from this Tuesday, the 19th of December. Just type everywhere, just all over it. It's just like graffiti. Meanwhile, it's the Randomoid Selectatron, where we randomly select a big finish release and offer you a 25% discount on it. That's right, Ran has spoken. It's 170 Doctor Who Spaceport Fear. Spaceport Fear, you say? Indeed, yes. Isn't that a seventh Doctor one? No, it's not. It's a sixth Doctor oh. one, sixth Doctor One with Mel Body Langford. So it's it's ah, it's, that's uh, where you know, I got a little confused because I was thinking of Mel. Yes, there's a level of relevance there. You see, we got old, you know, Mel back on the telly. Yeah, and Mel here, here she is in audio. Good old Bonnie Langford. Amazing stuff. Here's the trailer coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, Spaceport Fear. Welcome to Tartane Spaceport. We apologise for the delay to your journey. Well, this should be one of the busiest spaceports in the galaxy, yet it seems completely deserted. It's time. How do I look? Terrified. Thanks. What do I see in you again? We, we welcome, welcome Elder Bones. Your welcome is received. Those of you with candles, step closer so that all might see. I'm Mel, and this is the Doctor. Did you see something? By the far vent, maybe. Maybe? Well, I can't see properly, can I? I keep telling them, if we could just divert power to lights, we can see what's going on. I have been known to light up a room. Usually with his coat of many colours. Oh, charming. Now's our chance to kill it. Get over here, Rogers, and start blasting! Don't worry, Doctor. I'm sure they'll be perfectly safe. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. This was directed by Barnaby Edwards. Uh, great cast there. Beth Chalmers. Oh, yes. You always know if, if it's a, a Barnaby Edwards story because there's always some great behind the scenes stuff in there. There's it's always in, it's an interesting read on the website normally. Yeah. yeah, not this time though. Yeah, this time there's a huge, huge backstage. Backstage. Section. Oh, bring back my Bonnie to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's an interview with Bonnie Langford um, from uh, uh, Vortex, I think. And there's some lovely photos here. Of course, one of Ronald Pickup, who also was the first time he'd guest starred with us. 
amazing work. Lovely. Well, while I email Jackie Emery, content manager at Big Finish, to inform her of our random selection so that she can set the offer live on the Big Finish website, Benji, can you impart the vital secrets that comprise the key to how our dear listeners may obtain the 25% discount on this? No, I can't, I'm afraid. It's, uh, Too it's much secret trouble. information. <laughs> yeah, slip me 50 quid and I might just say something. It's no, it's quid. perfectly simple. Oh, there we go. Uh, go to bigfinish.com. Once you're on there, head to the podcast page. Uh, the PCP, as I never call it. Uh, then it'll say the latest podcast on Big Finish. Then it'll say read more. When you have to read more, it says in the blurb underneath us, once you click that, it says just click here and enter the code buck up. And it will tell you what to say. I mean, it doesn't even keep it a secret. It tells you. It says... B-U-C-K-U-P Don't put the full stop there That's a, that's a red herring oh. Just buck up Shove that in You'll get your discount Great way to build up your selection uh, In reference to what Gary was saying earlier Maybe buy this one for a friend Maybe maybe say Just have a listen to this And if you like it Because you never know It might start somebody off on their Big Finish adventure Nice Isn't that good? Yeah, that was Benji Clifford Doing his, his version of QVC well, thanks, Benji, and thanks, Ran. As of now, next week's podcast, which is out on the 24th of uh, December, which is Christmas Eve, I believe, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, and it's called Last Capsule, and uh, because it uh, contains content on the following productions. The Seventh Doctor Adventures, The Last Day, Part 1. See, that's where the last comes from. That's out on Wednesday, the 27th of December just after Boxing Day, for those of us in the UK. And uh, the Short Trips Paul Sprague winner, the Hoxteth Time Capsule, which is out on Friday the 29th of December, when I'm having a exciting visit to a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the meantime, whilst Nick eats grapes, uh, it only remains for me to say this edition of the Big Finish podcast was presented by me, Benji Clifford, and him, Nick Briggs. Nick also wrote, produced, and edited it. It's all true. And of course, Benji and I did this for, for the, the love, love of stories. stories. And finally on the Big Finish podcast, Rani takes on the world. The Revenge of Wormwood. Time Schisms by Lisbeth Miles. I can hear you. Hang on, uh, my camera's not connected. I've just got this mic. I'm not sure how good it is. <laughs> it's fine, don't worry. There. All right, is my camera on now? Yeah. Wow. It's really you. Rani Chandra, right there, looking at me. Sorry, <laughs> I'm a bit nervous. Don't worry about it. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I've listened to every episode of Rani Takes on the World. Thanks. I appreciate the support. I loved the one where you investigated the fairy coffins of Edinburgh. Yeah, that was... interesting. Can we talk about your email? 
Oh, right, of course. That's why I'm here. Um, ask me anything you like. So, you believe as a time traveller from the future, working in your local post office? I do. Why? I don't want you to think I'm some crazy conspiracy theorist. Of course not. I've just done my research, you know? There's plenty of information out there on how to spot a time traveller. And it's not like I'm seeing them on every street corner. I've been looking for months. And this guy is the only one I've spotted. Mm, so what made him stand out? His library card. Mm-hmm. I may have personally only spotted one, but there are hundreds of documented cases of time traveller encounters. People who seem to be living quiet, ordinary lives, but are really from the future, observing us, or maybe waiting to change things at some crucial moment. How does this connect to a library card? One of the big tells of a time traveller is they'll be very paranoid about their digital footprint, so nothing's done online unless absolutely necessary. Another tell is an interest in recent technological inventions. And this is different from a regular present-day person being interested. How? I'm talking about the usual mundane inventions we all take for granted. Microwaves, televisions, cars. There are plenty of people interested in how a car works. Okay. But when was the last time you cared about what's going on inside a washing machine? That is pretty thin evidence that somebody's travelled in time. He's taken out dozens of books about major events in the last couple of decades. Maybe he just has an interest in history. <laughs> or he's catching up on what's happened. I mean, that's what you'd do, isn't it? We might have a general idea of what life was like hundreds of years ago, but if you suddenly landed there, you'd want to know all the details. You'd need to know them to survive. Land when the pyramids are being built, and you'd head straight to the library to find out what's what in everyday life. Yeah, I, I don't think the ancient Egyptians had public libraries. But if they did, that's where you'd be. Look, Anna, I'm really glad you reached out to me, but if I'm going to investigate, I need something a bit more concrete. How painful was it? 27, Samira. There were 27 of these supposed signs of a time traveller, and she went through every single one of them. <laughs> Did they help? What do you think? That you were really bored, but you still paid attention. You want sugar? Today, absolutely. Here you go. Enjoy some nice calming tea. Ta. I didn't want to be rude. She was so nice about the podcast. And you can't upset a listener. She might leave a bad review. I'm too late for that. But a hate listen is still a listen. Actually, since the witching tree, ratings are through the roof. We broke whatever algorithm was holding us back. Well, which will probably annoy whoever was trying to sabotage us. Ugh, take the win. So this fan, the girl from Moncliffe? Yeah, Anna Wilson. I'm sure she's messaged before, asking about an intern job. Her local post office is run by a man called Louis Marchand. She thinks he's here to save the past or destroy it. She's not sure which. You don't really believe she's found a time traveller in the post office? I don't think she's deliberately lying. But? But I, I do think she's got an overactive imagination. 
Ha! Because as we both know, time travel is completely impossible. Hey, I've talked to a lot of people about aliens, all right? I know the difference between someone who's met them and someone who jumps at every mysterious light in the sky. But she's not talking about aliens. How many time travel conspiracy theories are there? A lot. I mean, you've heard the blue box files, right? Sure, but it's only a conspiracy theory to them because they don't know what we know. Not the point. Anyway, there are no blue boxes involved. Just a guy in a post office who wants to know how washing machines work. Why are you even engaging? I don't know. Some of her signs made a bit of sense. And there's an article. What's this? Local newspaper? Not Moncliffe. It's from North Kent, three weeks ago. An altercation in a local pub. A man hit the bartender. When the police took him away, he kept asking what year it was. Uh, who was he? What happened to him? I don't know. He seems to have quietly disappeared. Maybe Anna saw the paper. Got inspired. It's not the same man. This Louis Marchand has been in Moncliffe for months. I have a weird feeling there's something in this. That's because you've got good instincts. And we've been so busy, I could do with a break. <laughs> a day by the sea. You don't have to give me excuses. You think you're on to something. Welcome to Moncliffe. <laughs> wow, you're really here. You're all three-dimensional. That's me. 100% three-dimensional. Or should that be four-dimensional? Oh, yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, this is where time travellers hang out these days. 21st century seaside towns. Right? Isn't that weird? Of all the places you'd go... Me, I'd want to see the sights. You know, the Hanging Gardens, the Colossus of Rhodes, the Indus Valley civilization, all those amazing things that have disappeared. Maybe take a camera, or would that contaminate the timeline? I don't know. Um, are you feeling okay? Uh, yeah, sort of. I'm just nervous. <laughs> Very nervous. This is important, and I'm making a mess of it. You must think I'm an idiot. No, of course not. Well, I, I get nervous, too. You do? Sure, all the time. Every time I record a podcast. Honestly. It's pretty scary when I remember how many people are listening. Try taking a few deep breaths. Yeah, it helps. Right. Yes. Good idea. Sorry. <laughs> You've got nothing to apologise for. Do you need to record me? for the podcast. Look, how about we go get some coffee and have a chat first, okay? There are some lovely little cafes down by the seafront. Ah, oh, perfect. So this Louis Marchand, has he done anything strange since you got here? Not stuff on your list. <laughs> Just anything that the average, less well-informed person would think strange. Mm, nothing obvious. Nothing dramatic. He's very good at his job, though. 
Good enough that people actually talk about how efficiently the post office is run. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Who talks about how well run their post office is? Well, this is a very small town. Gossip's bound to run a bit dry sometimes. Anything else? No one's noticed. No one but me. It's been really hard not having anyone to talk to. Right. But, but is he doing anything threatening or dangerous? You mean like trying to destroy the planet? Doesn't have to be that big. I don't think so. I mean, I haven't noticed anything, but I wouldn't really know what to look for. What sort of things can you hide in a post office that could threaten the world? Well, let's assume for a moment that the planet is safe. <laughs> OK, how about we go and take a look at this post office? Or you might want to take a look in his house. He's at work just now. You want to break in? I've already done it a bunch of times. It's really easy. No, no, I do not want to break into anyone's house. And you need to stop too. Doesn't matter how easy it is. It's really difficult to find out about people when you can't rummage through the stuff. Anna, please, however sure you are someone is from another time or another planet, you can't go round breaking and entering. You'll get in trouble. Look, I was wondering, did you see the thing in the papers a few weeks ago? A man yelling about being from another time, then he disappeared. Yeah, I read about that. That's when I really stepped up my studies. But you were looking for time travellers before you heard of him? Oh, yes. I was looking, but I don't think I was seeing, if you know what I mean. I think I do. Thanks for your time. I am um, going to check into a few things first and... I'll get back to you. So that's it? At the moment, yes. I'm sorry, Anna. I, I work on a lot of investigations. They don't all pan out. No. No, it's all right. I understand. Hey, Rani. So, you got an invasion from the future to foil? Not today. So much for my great instincts. There may not be anything here except for a girl who wishes her life was more interesting. That's not hard to sympathize with. Well, she might get a wish. She decided to investigate by breaking and entering. Not saying that's a good idea, but you have engaged in one or two legally grey areas yourself over the years. For good reason. I knew what I was doing. She's pretty much still a kid. Oh, the irony. I had adult supervision. Sure, some of the time. Whatever. I need more research. I'll be back in London tonight if you want to meet up. Is that it? End of investigation? I don't know. You were right. She did see the article right before she spotted a time traveller of her own. Between that and the break-ins, I'm worried she's... Uh, Rani? You still there? Yeah. Samira, I'll call you back. Luke? Is that you? Hey, Rani. Long time no see. Oh my god! Luke! Oh, oh please <laughs> don't break my ribs! <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you. You look great. How are you? How's the family? Good. Great, actually. Everything's going really well. I'm so glad. I can't believe you're here. Why are you here? To see you. I live in London. I know. Oh, Unit sent you, didn't they? There's something in all this stuff about time travellers, isn't there? 
I'm pretty sure I'm not supposed to say one way or the other. Come on, Luke, it's me. I know, but things are different now. We're not kids anymore. No, but we're still friends. Of course we are. And, as a friend, I have a favour to ask you. Huh. What? I need you to leave this alone. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. I thought you were going to ask for my help. I am, in a way. Right. It'd be really helpful if I just kept my nose out. Uh, this is more difficult than I imagined. Yeah, how, how did you imagine this would go? Rani, go away. This is too dangerous for you. Sure, Luke, no problem. I thought you'd listen. There's nothing more dangerous about whatever this is than a hundred other situations we've been in. This is unit marking their territory. Now they're back on the scene and they're getting you to do it for them. I'm a member of unit. I was before. And we were friends a long, long time before that. Tell me, if it was your mum, would you be warning her off? That's not fair. No, what's not fair is you using our friendship to try and manipulate me. I'm not. All I'm saying is that UNIT have put things under control and there's no need for you to put yourself in danger. Are you going to answer me? Would you tell Sarah Jane to back off? This has nothing to do with Mum. Yeah, that's what I thought. Please, Rani. All I'm asking is for you to just trust me. You're working with the military, Luke. How can I trust you? Mum worked with UNIT too. And she knew that there were some things it was best the public didn't know. Yeah, and she made her own decisions on what she should keep secret. She didn't let UNIT do it for her. Rani! Rani! Wait! Go do your job, Luke, and let me do mine! If it isn't intrepid reporter Rani Chandra, to what do I owe the honour? Clyde, hi. What's happened? Are you OK? Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, I don't feel fine, but I'm not about to be eaten by a drashig or something. Tell me what's wrong. It's Luke. He just warned me off an investigation. Lukey boy did what now? If you want me to come over there and explain things with my legendary charm and tact, just give the word. Right, because that'll solve everything. Might make you feel better. You do know we're supposed to be mature, responsible adults. Speak for yourself. I'm staring at a shelf packed with highly collectible action figures and I plan to have toast and spaghetti hoops for dinner. Big finish for the love of stories.